Hey guys, I'm Sarah. I'm Aisha. And we're hard-pressed. We are hard-pressed. Tell me where that came from. Um, hard-pressed came from the Bible verse. Mm-hmm. Which one? Corinthians 4, 8. 2 Corinthians 4, 8. 2 yep. Corinthians 4, mm-hmm. 8. Do you want to say it? Yeah. Um, we are hard-pressed on every side, but not crushed. Perplexed, but not in despair. And that was something that I actually heard in church maybe a couple weeks ago, about a month ago maybe, and Mm. it just really spoke to me. It was kind of coming at, I mean, both of us, honestly, at a Mm. time in our life where we were coming out of some really difficult experiences, Mm. and it just really rang true. Mm -hmm. It was a really cool point of reflection for me. Yeah. Just thinking, wow. We really are hard pressed. We've been through it. We have been through We've it. We've been done through it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. I guess the purpose is more so to provide, I'd say, relatable, maybe inspirational, mm. like perspectives to somebody going through this phase of life that we are. I mean, mm-hmm. being in our late 20s, it's such a. Yeah, tell awkward, me, what's the phase? We're both in really weird points of our life. Mm-hmm. This is the phase where the technical social standard is being married, house, kids, mm-hmm. starting that chapter. And you've been through it. Right. I'm actually ending that chapter. You're ending that <laughs> Not chapter. Not ending starting chapter, a new one. But yes. Of course. Um, but I'm, I mean, I'm in a relationship, but not at that point in time. I mean, I vi- and we, I envisioned to be married with kids in that house at 25. Mm. I mean, I'm closer to 30, but... I'm not anywhere near that. Still mm-hmm. renting, not married, not in the career like I envision myself to be. Mm-hmm. I'm in a good position in my life in terms of my career, but not the career I want forever. This is like a stepping stone to get to that career, right. my current job. What career do you want? I want to be a therapist, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I mean, you know, I've been passionate about fitness all my life. Not all my life, that's a lie for a very long time and want to not necessarily be a fitness influencer, but want to provide just something that's not extra. Mm. So I feel like there's a swarm of social media that you just have to do too much Mm -hmm. to get, achieve something. And yes, it is a lot of work and and dedication and discipline, but sometimes I'm like, you don't have to do all that. Let's keep it simple. Right. And I feel like you really hit the nail on the head when you said everyone, all the all the social media influencers in the fitness world are all doing too much. And it actually made me think about the podcast world too. I And I think that it's, it's two worlds that are very oversaturated mm-hmm. right now. And people feel the need to do things for the sake of going viral or do things for the sake of getting more clicks. Mm -hmm. And I think that's kind of a great transition into what our goal is here. Mm -hmm. And that's to provide authentic conversation about really hard things in life that everyone experiences to offer a welcoming conversation, an environment for listeners Mm -hmm. who are interested or going through the same thing Mm -hmm. or maybe went through the same thing Mm -hmm. or 
you know, know somebody who might be experiencing that Mm -hmm. or they're just interested in our growth. Yeah. The whole clicks, scrolls. Mm -hmm. I think that kind of adds to why we're doing this Mm -hmm. is that we're more so looking for that one person who can really relate to what we have to say and maybe help them in their journey Mm -hmm. where they are in their life. Um, I mean, if more people get touched, great. Mm -hmm. But really it's just to provide the best friend you never had. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. That's precious. Yeah. Okay. My question to you on the topic. Okay. Why are we so special with Mm. this oversaturated podcast time of our lives on social media? So first thing that comes to mind Mm. is we know that we're not. We know that we're not special. Mm -hmm. We're not trying to make ourselves seem like anything more than best friends Mm -hmm. who know each other really well and have experienced a lot of ups and downs through life Mm. and have really been able to lean on each other and grow because of that. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, we, we are special. You are special. (laughs) (laughs) Everyone is special in their own way, (laughs) but really you're not. Mm -mm. And I think that's the beauty of it. And we're just kind of doing this for, I mean, for that, really for ourselves at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. I think this is, for me personally, this is putting myself out there in a way I've never done before. I know, I'm so uncomfortable right now. (laughs) So, how did we become we? Mm. (laughs) So, without boring everyone, you know, going into detail of all the specifics that we think are interesting and nobody else does, Mm -hmm. we met in ninth grade Mm -hmm. in 2004. Carly, nine. The math ain't math. What? You were in ninth grade in 2004? I don't know. You weren't. I'll tell you that. No, I was not. (laughs) 2009? I was in Malawi in 2004. Okay. Yes. Unless you thought of me, you know, in 2004. You're waiting for me. 2004. I was in fourth grade. Yeah. So, yeah, 2009. (laughs) Um, Bro, I just had a moment. What? You said in 2004, you were in fourth grade. I just realized we're literally... Oh my gosh, you never realized that before? <laughs> I like that I didn't so, finish the sentence. Ninth grade, it was 2009. 10th grade was 2010. That's just how it is with our birth year. And Aisha's just now coming to that realization. That's how I remember every single milestone throughout grade school. But also, I had the British system, so it was standard. So standard five was fourth grade, and standard six. Oh. So we had, it was it didn't align. And then there was form one, two, and three, mm-hmm. which is like middle school. What did bring you to America? My dad's job. Okay. He was going to Afghanistan, and then okay. obviously we couldn't go. And he's right. from Virginia Beach. Right. So. Okay. Yeah. It was meant to be. It was a friendship that was meant to be, because after ninth grade, we ended up going to separate schools for the remainder of our education. Yeah. I guess you're not necessarily, were you born here or is it Michigan? No, I was born here. You were born here. I was Mm -hmm. born and raised Virginia Beach. Mm -hmm. (sighs) I'm trying to think what else. What do we do now? Exciting. I have a background that is like, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That brings us to now. 
We skipped a few parts in between. <laughs> Doing that on then. 14 but years we'll later. get into that. Stick around yes. and you'll learn more about us. Facts. Probably <laughs> too much. Probably more than you ever wanted to know. Mm. Yep. Already. 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 We're okay. going We're on. Done. Right. <laughs> this is really boring. These girls think they're special. They just said they're not special. But, but they clearly acting. think they're special. <laughs> <laughs> done. The last year for Aisha and I has been one of the most developmental um, difficult difficult years that we've ever been through together Mm -hmm. and so I'll leave that there you know we'll get into that more Mm -hmm. what is one of the most valuable lessons that you have learned over the last year what's the most valuable thing I've learned over the last year yep it is okay. Mm. It is going to be okay. Mm-hmm. There were so many times where, like, it just felt like it's not going to be okay. Mm-hmm. Keep going. Give it time. There, I mean, I had just got out of a really long-term relationship that I was with um, the same person for six years. And the relationship ended. I moved in with you. Um, and that was the first time I'd been on my own. And... I mean, it's scary. Mm-hmm. I had built an entire life and having to say goodbye to that mm-hmm. for the, for, for ultimately what was what needed and what was for the best for me right. at the time. But there are times where I did not think I could get through it. Mm-hmm. Um, but reminding myself, well, not even I during when I was in it, I couldn't even remind myself, but looking right. back, it is okay. Like, you are on your own timeline. Mm-hmm. There's going to be ups and downs, but it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. So you said in those moments where you were feeling mm-hmm. low, you didn't know. What did you do in those moments? How did you cope? Um, you know, I'm sure there were times where you were pursuing growth and times mm-hmm. where you were choosing to remain in that deep sadness. Mm-hmm. Finding a therapist who I could grow with, who will show me those things that I needed to see. Um, a lot of mindfulness, a lot of physical exercise, because that's mm-hmm. my part of my therapy, journaling, and doing a lot of things that actually genuinely bring me joy. Mm-hmm. It's like reading sometimes just listening to music, dancing in my apartment, sometimes watching trashy TV, um, putting a lot more emphasis of the things that bring me joy. What kind of advice do you have for somebody who is searching for a therapist or who has yet to take the leap towards the therapy journey? Mm. You know, the different mental roadblocks that they might be experiencing. Mm -hmm. You know, what would you say to someone who is thinking about it and just hasn't? If it's finances is the issue, um, then look through your insurance. If you don't have insurance, you can actually go through a residency, a resident Mm. um, therapist who they're like practicing. They still have a supervisor, but I think because they can't charge insurance, so it'd be out of pocket, but it's about anywhere from 40 to $65 a Mm. session. 
Whereas if you go to, you don't have insurance and you go mm. to fully licensed, it's like anywhere Couple from 150 hundred. to 250 right. plus, depending on the specialty too. Mm-hmm. Um, so finances, knowing whether you feel comfortable talking to a male versus a female. Mm-hmm. Also think about age. Also think about race. Like mm-hmm. things that you didn't think would matter, but you're right. going to be your most vulnerable self and right. talking about issues that some people will understand. Um, and even if you are talking to someone who is not able to understand, it's having a therapist who can acknowledge. Mm-hmm. I can't. Does your therapist give you advice? Mm-hmm. Okay. When I was in therapy, mm-hmm. my therapist never really gave me advice. She was able to shift my thinking mm-hmm. in a way that just made me question the situation, my reaction, Mm -hmm. how, you know, for example, I was trying to make a big decision about sharing something Mm -hmm. really vulnerable, private, and just a very difficult conversation Mm -hmm. with my mom, Mm -hmm. someone who I'm typically very open with. Mm -hmm. And I was very afraid of her reaction, what it might be. And truthfully, I was trying to protect a lot of the people around me. Mm -hmm. And instead of saying, I really think you should tell your mom, she asked me questions like, what would it do for you Mm -hmm. if your mom knew the truth? Mm -hmm. And that was... I mean, that was the question that changed it all because I think it was the next day. Mm -hmm. I think I went and told her. Mm -hmm. And I felt this immense sense of relief. Mm -hmm. Just this weight lifted off my shoulders. Mm -hmm. So it's interesting to hear the difference in approach between therapists. Now, she doesn't tell me what to do. Mm -hmm. So advice, I'd say, similar situation with my dad. And because I had mentioned I wanted to do something. Hello. Oh, don't mind us. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have to be... No, boys, allow! What were you guys just talking about? We made a bet. What were you just Our men about? just walked in the house. We got, we got a 50-50 chance. Yeah, yeah. Okay. We said it before we walked in. Okay. Okay. We were talking about therapy. Yeah. Well, like, so, I, like, what about it? Parents. Um. Parents. Yeah, parents. And... That's what we were talking so about right sharing, now. More so sharing... Yeah what yeah therapy. the the approach yeah, that our approach, therapists take yeah. okay why why did you why did you still takes a therapist both of us no i don't go to therapy anymore oh thank what God. yeah this is the highlight yeah why i just stopped why i didn't feel like it was something that i really Bang. needed to pursue actively why? <laughs> so as the mysterious voice behind, mm-hmm. you got shocked at uh-huh. no therapy. You're not as shocked, but like maybe not necessarily. Not like breaking Why the didn't news. Why did you tell me? I, I mean, it didn't even cross my mind, honestly. Huh. I just stopped and I didn't even really like did she tell give anyone. You? Like, did she say you shouldn't? Or did she was, we started um, cutting back on mm-hmm. the amount of times I was going. Mm-hmm. And honestly, it became more stressful to try and get 
childcare mm-hmm. every Saturday and take, you know, two hours out of my day mm-hmm. away from my daughter when I really felt like I had a lot of the tools. Bye, cuties. <laughs> whisper, whisper. <laughs> I felt like I had tools, mm-hmm. um, you know, throughout my whole therapy journey. And keep in mind to all of our listeners, <laughs> um, it was, I was going to therapy for about a year. Mm-hmm. And we got to a point where, you know, she would say things like, I don't want to do every other week yet because I don't really feel like you have the tools that I want you to have Mm -hmm. at this point yet. Mm -hmm. And then we got to that point where she started showing me that she had some confidence in me. Mm -hmm. And the different exercises she and I were doing and things we were talking about, I was just able to, you know what it was? I had this moment when in therapy, she told me that I needed to start having the conversations that she and I had in the office. I needed to have those in my head every day in life. And there was a point in time where I didn't really know what that meant, didn't know what that looked like, and just couldn't really figure out oh yeah, this is what she would say in this moment. Mm -hmm. And then it kind of clicked. And I really started to get to the point where I could rationalize without it being a toxic rationalization Mm -hmm. of my thoughts. Mm -hmm. You know, instead of me trying to disregard my emotions, Mm -hmm. I actually got to a point where I could decide this is a valid emotion Mm -hmm. this is why I'm feeling this way and this is what I need to do whether it's communicating with somebody more clearly Mm -hmm. accepting someone's reaction to something I'm saying Mm -hmm. all the things deciding you know I'm in control of my reaction to a situation Mm -hmm. or a stressor it was then that I felt that I really actually could leave with those tools. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Interesting choice for your brand. <laughs> I'm, I'm shocked. Really? Yeah. Yeah. I don't think, I personally don't think anyone's ever done with therapy. Oh yeah. Mm-mm. I think I would, I mean, I do biweekly still. Mm-hmm. I definitely think that I'll be at a point where I can do monthly and then bi-monthly. But I think you just never stop learning about yourself. Right. And having someone to navigate. Because we'll pick up new bad habits at any point in time. Sure. That you don't realize they're bad habits. Mm -hmm. Man. I mean, I'm excited that you're at that point where you're having these conversations Mm -hmm. regularly. But I definitely recommend you have at least, like, monthly. (laughs) You still need help, woman. You're still (laughs) crazy. And I had such an amazing therapist. Oh, my gosh. I got so lucky right off the bat Uh and she I mean she just she was killer yeah it felt like she remembered my story and Mm -hmm. it felt like she it resonated with her in a way that she you know would have reactions to things I would tell her Mm -hmm. that really validated my feelings Mm -hmm. 
So the idea of starting over with another therapist is like, oh, heck no. Yes. Yes. I get that. All that to say, we're huge proponents of therapy. Yes. Yes. Huge proponents of therapy. It's a great way to learn about yourself. Mm -hmm. I don't think I learned a lot as much about myself until I was in therapy. Mm -hmm. And I'm still learning. I'm still developing relationships with myself. Mm -hmm. Thanks for joining us, guys. Yeah. Hopefully we didn't ramble too much. We probably did. We absolutely did. The exact words, reel it in, came across my head. Yeah. Yeah. But we can clip those parts out. Yeah. You won't need to know or hear that. We'll put it in the bloopers. (laughs) (laughs) Which you guys probably will be just as disinterested in. Yeah. Yeah. But you know we're here for it. We're just looking for that one. Yeah, just one person. Just one person. (laughs) And it's probably going to be my mom. (laughs) I was just about to say it's one of our mans. Definitely not mine. (laughs) I will be forced (laughs) to do it. (laughs) My man's is totally going to be like, yay. Number one supporter. Sweet. Yeah. We love them. Yeah. The bestest. All right. Well, thanks, everyone. Um, I'd say like, comment. Yeah. Like, comment. (laughs) We appreciate it, though. Yeah, absolutely. And that's where we cut.